You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of No Other Pod. What's going on, everybody? And welcome oh, back baby. to the first episode of No Other Pod in the year of our Lord 2024. Happy birthday! No, oh, yes. That's Frosty the Snowman. That's Frosty, but you know, <laughs> hey. Um, happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year to you, Dan. Hey, hey Dan, I'm Jimmy. What's going on? Did you have your black-eyed peas on New Year's Day? No. Do you not know that that's a thing? Is that a thing? Buddy, if you have black-eyed peas on New Year's Day, it's good luck for the year. I'm not going to lie. The first time you mentioned that, I thought you meant, like, did I watch the Black Eyed Peas perform on television on New Year's Day? And I was like, oh, are they back together? I was cooking them, and I was singing Where is the Love? I was, uh... I'm sure Marissa loved that. She did. She loves my funny old man puns. But, yeah, (laughs) look it up, man. Black Eyed Peas on New Year's Day. We do it every New Year's. It's just kind of a fun little thing. I bet we don't have it any time the rest of the year. What's the history behind this? I don't know. I've all I I think <laughs> I you know, don't do it. My grandma told me about it when I was like a little a little baby, and I just I just uh, always kind of held on to that, you know. And okay, I tell you what, I, I I know we didn't have them last New Year's, and uh, this was the craziest fucking year of my well, life. It's your fault. I know. <laughs> it was just a wild time, man. <laughs> so yeah, there you okay. go, guys. You learned something. I don't really have like a New Year's tradition, really. Like we used to go when I when when we were younger, and all my cousins and extended family would get together at my aunt's house in in Portland, Oregon. We would all play a version of Bunko, the dice game, and we'd be like, be really intense. You'd be moving up tables and down tables and trying to get to the head table, and there's money on the line, and it was like it, it was super intense. And that, but since we've all dispersed around the country. Uh, that has that has ended, and and I don't I don't know. New Year sometimes for me is a little anticlimactic. Hey, you know, I've, I'm back in on my video game stuff, so I've been doing a lot of game passing. Okay, been doing some gaming. So yeah, that's what New Year's was for me, man. That's fun. I think I'm uh, I'm starting to get back into it, but I'm I'm working my way through my Switch games first. Oh, okay, so, all right. I got a backlog of Switch games, but I also know my brother Eddie gave me Baldur's Gate for my birthday. Mm. I haven't even installed it on my computer yet because I'm worried it's going to kill my computer, but I'm going to be playing through that for a while too. You're a computer gamer. I have a computer that can play games. I would not say I am a computer gamer. Yeah, I've never dabbled, but I know those people are like the creme de la creme of the gaming community. You know, I I built my computer because I just took the the leftovers from my other brother, Robbie, because he's always upgrading and stuff. So I'm like, well, when you get rid of your parts, just give them to me and eventually I'll have enough to build a pretty good computer, just not good enough for what you want it to be anymore. So that's what I did. Nice. Nice. I I just, I'm in on it, man. I've been playing that Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a heck of a time. Uh, That's the one where you actually, yeah, design their penises and such. Bro, was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, do you want a short penis or a long penis? And I'm like, wait, I'll tell you what. I beat the main story and and in no in no place did my penis come into play in that story. So I was like, why did I have to do that? Yeah. Video gaming is not what it once was. Yeah. I'm not uncomfortable by it. I'm just kind of like, why? Can you what imagine- like the original Halo, like you're getting ready to to like start on the campaign and, and you've got Master Chief already. And it's like, hold on, you want a short penis or a long penis? And you're like, and there why no would it matter? <laughs> There's no medium choice. It's like, do I want a short one or a long one? I'm like, well, long, duh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a time to be a gamer. But I've been, uh, dude, my buddy and I dabbled in Payday uh, hey th- hey 3. I don't know that. Oh, doing some heists. It is. Okay wildly immersive when the, yeah. when the cops get called and they start coming. It's great. I okay. killed a lot of cops there, my friend. No, really weird. <laughs> You're just preparing yourself for GTA 6? Yeah, right? in a year or whenever that comes out. Yeah. But yeah. You should get on that Game Pass. Nick, get the get the Xbox. Get on Game Pass. We'll get some uh, gaming going on. There is a pirate game coming out next month that I saw that I was like, ooh, I kind of want to get this game. Um, Skull and Bones? Oh, you seen? Yeah, check this out. No, you ever play Sea of Thieves? No, but I know you did. This is like Sea of Thieves on steroids. Interesting. So, it looks cool. It looks a little bit like th- there's more of a story than Sea of Thieves had. So, I also dabble in those Yakuza games. 
or the Like a Dragon franchise. Yeah. That just plays like a movie. It's like I'll do some fighting and then there's like a 20-minute cutscene and it's just, yeah. I can do other shit. I have <laughs> heard good things about Mortal Kombat 1. Mm. Supposed to be good. They kind of rebooted the uh, the universe a little bit, so. Yes. And, and as I was telling you and Nick before we got on here, guys, I'm real into the Jackbox Party Packs. Mm-hmm. If you guys listened, want to play some Jackbox Party Packing, <laughs> let, let me fun. know. And no other Stream pod- it on. Yeah. Jackbox, yeah. Stream it on Discord. It's real damn easy, you know, and then uh, uh, yeah. then they get the invite code, right? So mm-hmm. it's like, hey, first six people get to play with us or something like. That'd be fun. We should totally do that. Okay. Let's I'm put in. that together. And then there's you can join the audience and like vote and stuff too. So I got Love three it. of the packs, man. I got eight, nine, and 10. And I'm just keeping an eye on sales too because I will buy them all because I'm an OCD motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be real fun. I, I, I yeah. like that idea. Let's do that. Dope. And sorry, uh, <laughs> This has been gaming on no other pod. Uh, That's what the holidays the off- are for. The off season. This is what happens. It's not like yeah. sporting is making any moves to talk about. Well, we will talk about the lack of movement, but uh, there has technically been a roster announcement since we yeah. last gathered together before the new year. Um, I don't think this one was a surprise to people who were really paying much attention, although it is. A little bit of a sad one. It is now official. Gadi Kienda has left Sporting Kansas City. He is returning to Israel. He is joining Maccabee Haifa, which is a very, I believe that's how you say it. Not 100% sure, but uh, they're a pretty well-known, established club in the Israeli Premier League. It's a three-and-a-half deal, three-and-a-half-year deal. Um, he's going to join them. They're pushing for a league title. So, you know, this uh, I haven't seen really any statement from Gotti himself. Um, I wasn't actively looking, but Sporting Kansas City did put out just a very simple graphic. Thank you for everything, Gotti. There was no like story or anything, kind of like there was for uh, Roger and Zusi, which is to be expected. So I don't know. What are your things? Well, kind of went off the rails a little bit with Gotti this year, it seems. So, but what are your thoughts? First of all, we can't even put them in the same conversation as a as a Zussi Espinosa send off. Like that's like it, that's like club royalty, right? But it's league royalty, really. Sure. Um, Pagati Kinda, man, like kind of his ups and downs, right? Never truly lived up to the, what you want that DP to be. Mm-hmm. Um, all I can think of is that that there's good news that comes out of this. We have a DP spot available. Mm-hmm. We should and probably will go try to acquire someone of value you would think <laughs> i mean it, we're taking our time if so because i'm i all i see around the league is that so and so acquired a d- defender from u.s men's national team so and so's in talks with a midfielder from this national team i'm like what the what do we do yeah it's um it's it's pretty interesting so uh, does our team need to be retooled though like it, it's not broken so don't fix it. I mean, I, I don't know what needs to happen, but it's not broken. It's not broken, although there are some key pieces that have left in the offseason, and, and there's certainly um, some depth that's needed. And and I would say we need to take a look at center back and figure out what's the long-term solution there. Um, yeah. Because there were some ups and downs, and OEC and Fontas kind of um, came together did I say East? Is that right? Why might not? Yeah, no. Um, um, no. Why? Uh, God, Rosero. Why did I say Easty? That? Suddenly, I just transported back a year. I was thinking of Ethan at Marin. Um, Danny Rosero. <laughs> it's been a long day. Danny Rosero and Fontas uh, sort of paired together well at the end of the year. Um, yes, Nick. It's it's just <laughs> the third day of the year, and I'm already off the rails. <laughs> Um, 2024. Did I say 2023? I I don't know, dude. I only partially listened to you. I... <laughs> it's uh, it's been a long year. How about that already? On the third day of the year of our Lord 2024, um, Rosero and Fontas, they kind of found their groove. But Courtney Ford's gone. Uh, there needs to be some depth at center back. That's the biggest missing piece. That's sure for me. Yeah, for sure. And then we'll. we'll... We'll presumably find a, a Gadikina replacement of some sort. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he wasn't that 
I don't want to say he wasn't good because he was good. He had mm-hmm. moments, right? But he, he wasn't healthy half the time. And with, dude, he didn't play many games. Didn't he no. only play like forty some games or something? Uh, that's a good question. Let me look. I know that my my issue with Gotti Kinda is he was always one where you'd see these flashes of what he was possible uh, or, or what was possible with him. Um, almost in the same way that like he was better than Jerso, but in the same way that Jerso would have these flashes where you'd be like, holy shit, like you can do that. That's incredible. And then he would disappear for a bit. God, he was mo- certainly more consistent than Jerso was, but um, yeah, he just, he never quite lived up to it. He missed the entire 2022 season, uh, only appeared in eight, uh, excuse me, 20 games in uh, 2023, started eight. Um, he never played more than 26 games in a year. And and that's unfortunately just for a designated player. I mean, that was the biggest knock on Alan Polito, really, is you're, the best ability is availability. And yeah. if you can't be available, then you shouldn't be taking up a designated player spot. So, no, exactly. I don't know. Um, where, where do you turn, do you think, with this designated player spot when you're looking at the roster? What what do you mean? Like who what do you what position do you go after now with, with an open designated player spot? Is there a certain position that you think Sporting KC should should target in the designated player market? Well, I mean, I guess you don't need to I mean, you got you got Eric Tommy there, right? So it's like you don't need to sign an attacking mid. It's not like at least a a, a glaring hole. Right. Remy Voltaire's there. Uh uh who who I mean there's another midfielder in there. Yep, Radoy is there. So it's like, I don't know, man, but I could see them doing like for like and getting a midfielder. So I, I kind of have two options in my mind. And, and I saw that, you know, Casey's soccer journal, they they also put something out and they were kind of thinking along the same lines that I was. The two options that I thought of immediately when, when it was confirmed that we're going to have an open designated player spot is another midfielder. Because I think there is a lot to be said for having four starting quality midfielders um, and, and being able to have somebody that can play alongside Eric Tommy that is skillful like Gadi Kinda was. I think I don't mind doubling up on designated players in the midfield because I think it's the most versatile position on the field, and I think that's important. Obviously, they're not going to get another designated player striker because of Alan Polito, but maybe it's a little blasphemous. I'd look at a designated player winger. Yeah, I know we got Daniel Shallowy. I know we got Johnny Russell. And I, I know he's the captain, but Johnny Russell's getting a little up there in age. He's sure. been injured off and on over the last however many years. And when you look at who's on the wing, I mean, Kyrie Shelton is is the backup winger. That's all well and good. But if you could bring in a designated player winger that could play on either side, right or left, and then you have some combination of Johnny, Daniel, and whoever this DP winger is that could rotate throughout, similar to how... Ami and Kinda and the four midfielders rotated in the three positions this past year. That's a pretty dangerous offensive weapon, I think. So I wouldn't mind if they did that either. Yeah, or just, you know, slap Shelton with the DP tag, man. <laughs> I mean, no. based no, on the reaction, it's almost like some people thought they did that last year. People just turned this off. They're like, this, <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> uh, I do think like center back might be one of the bigger, more pressing needs of this club because I, I, I'm not comfortable going into... Uh, the the 2024 season only with really two starting quality center backs, but also I am absolutely against using a designated player tag on a center back. When we've seen it happen, it does not work. You can get bang for your buck, much more bang for your buck elsewhere than center back. So, yeah, I'll tell you, um, I don't know how much it really helps, but I mean, it, it seems like a good point to just kind of mention that you know we did draft a defender. Mm-hmm. We did not. We did not talk about the super draft. We broke for the holidays, mm-hmm. um, you know, and a forward and a goalkeeper. So we'll see if those come to fruition. See if they become any uh, a legitimate signing. Because once you're drafted, I mean, that doesn't mean you're offered a contract. You know, it's sure. We'll see what happens there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's actually go ahead and take a break, and then I do want to talk a little bit more about the, the super draft picks and and just see, you know, positionally where Sporting KC was looking, but. We'll take our break, and we'll be right back. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. 
Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So uh, you want to know my new holiday obsession that I just got into? Yes. You're going to make fun of me. Okay. Because I've started watching Vanderpump Rules. Oh, no. Bro, it is the trashiest of trash, and it is so freaking addicting. Oh, no. So It's just, it's quality TV. Uh, It's just, it's insane. Have you even bothered to watch? Do you even know? I've seen, like, memes. Yeah, you don't know anything. Trust me. <laughs> People listening right now that watch it, they're like, oh, this guy, he gets it. Dude, it's it's crazy. And my wife will ask me, like, who do you like? And I'm like, none of them. I don't like any of them. It's actually, it. I have a list of who I hate, and that's all of them, so I can tell you who I hate, who I hate the least. You have, like, a hate you know, power rankings? Yeah, that's how they're ranked. I'm like, so I guess I like this person the most because I hate them the least. Uh, I can't. It is a, what a wild time, buddy. I have put in three seasons worth, and I've got like seven more to go. That's too much. <laughs> it's wild. I can't do this. There's so many other I, shows that I want to watch. I cannot. I cannot have you ever watched that. Garbage? I'm not trying to convince you to watch it by I any know, Yeah, I've watched Garbage reality TV before. Yeah, you get but it. It's, 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 it's a thing. I'm not jumping into a 10-season garbage show that I got to catch up on. It's wild, dude. They all, I mean, I don't know how you can have a show where everyone just drinks and has sex with each other. That is it. Isn't that, that a reality show. television? Yes. And I'm like, for, and I would love it way more if it was on a network where they didn't have to bleep the curse words. What do you mean you can't have, that's what all reality, like, isn't that just what Love Island is? Isn't that what Bachelor in Paradise is? Isn't that I what? I don't want those, I guess. There's so many. Is it? Okay. I th- I mean, as far as I know, it's uh, Boy Island. That was a thing. Hey, hey, that's a great freaking show. No, see, okay. F Boy Island, bro. <laughs> do yourself a favor. That shit is hilarious. Yeah, I don't, it's I don't so think. funny. I can't do that. Nikki Glazer hosts that man. She's hilarious. <laughs> but you don't even get me started on Big Brother and Survivor. That's a whole different story for me. Yeah. Well, Survivor, I I, I can understand Survivor. Yeah. So not Big Brother. I'm not that into Big Brother. No. Amazing Race. I could get into Amazing Race. We thought about applying to the world. We did talk about it briefly. That's just watching the show. I'm like, whoa, I am traveling right now. (laughs) I can't tell if you, I think you and I would be good at Amazing Race. Nick just said he used to watch WWE Divas. The, uh, (laughs) what was it? It was called Total Divas. You're damn right you did. And it was a great freaking show, Nick. 
And the spinoff, The Total Bellas, also great. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to off-season podcasting. What a- uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about the Super Draft a little bit, because it is, it is interesting to see sort of, I, I mean, at, at the point you have the 22nd overall pick, you're not you're not probably going to get an immediate contributor. So at that point, I would say, just pick whoever you think the best available player is, regardless of position. You're, I mean, and if they play consistent minutes with SKC2, that's probably a good thing. Um, but they did yeah. decide to pick goalkeeper Ryan Shu, I think is how you Shay-way. say it. Shay Is it Shay Way? Yeah. Shay Way uh, from Georgetown University with the 22nd overall pick in the first round. And, and that's, um, an interesting pick because they did not uh, pick up the option for Kendall McIntosh. So there is a real opportunity for Sheaway to to get some serious minutes with SKC2 because this would presume that Pulse Camp will be the backup to Melia. Tim's getting older. Tim's in his last year of his contract. I mean, it's uh, this dude, this dude's big. Uh, they say he might even have a six foot six long wingspan. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, dude is crazy. Yeah, um, so I'm interested. So it's, uh, yeah, um, I'm curious to see what happens with him and and how much time he actually gets with um, SKC two. And then outside of that, they picked a forward, Dyson Clapier from the University of Akron. And then you mentioned Clapier. Defender, Clapier. Sorry, Clapier. Geez, look That's at right. me. I got the phonetic right here. <laughs> and then Jonathan Robinson can't mess that one up. Uh, watch you be like it's Robinson. Um, <laughs> from from Western Michigan University with the 80th overall pick. So, um, you know, a keeper, a I, defender, and a forward. Yeah, I was reading some uh, some quotes from Brian Bliss, who is real in charge of this stuff. Uh, uh, what is his title? Do, play, president, Vice President of Player Personnel, yes. Brian Bliss. He reports up to uh, me. Dyson Clapier has been on their radar since his freshman year at Akron. So they've kind of been keeping an eye on this guy. Um, he was in consideration for a GA contract. That's Generation Adidas, his sophomore year. So apparently, he can shoot from distance. Um, you know, plays on the can play on the wing a little bit. And then Jonathan, Western Michigan man, I guess he uh, he helped. You know, he really helped with that college on the map a little bit the last mm-hmm. couple of years. Yeah, and Shayway in his uh, eighty, you know, um, in his collegiate campaign. Um, 86 saves, 12 shutouts, 24 and four record, a 0.79 goals against average. Obviously, that's not all on the keeper. Um, Georgetown soccer program is pretty decent, uh, but you know, this is these are a couple of picks that it, it'll just be interesting to watch over the you know next year, two or three, if see if uh, they get that SKC two uh, contract um, and and where they go from there. I think Shayway is certainly the most interesting of, of these three. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. Let's be honest, we've never, uh, you know, draft picks don't always turn out well. No. Um, they don't always come to fruition. So you just kind of got to, uh, if something good happens out of it, cool. Mm-hmm. It's just not, we've talked about it before, the draft isn't a great way to uh, acquire players that get meaningful minutes. No, it's not. But, uh, I mean, not anymore. If you look at, you know, Roger and Dom and Beasler and all that stuff. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. We'll uh, We'll see. Um, yeah. we will probably start learning things relatively quickly because it's wild to say that 10 days from when we're recording this, nine days from when you're probably listening to this, Sporting KC players will report to Kansas City for physicals testing and they will travel to Coral Gables, Florida, because they're doing Florida, not Arizona this year. January 14th, we're almost at preseason, which doesn't even make sense. Because the season starts earlier than it ever has. February 24th, man. Yeah. Last year was the earliest MLS has ever started. And this yeah. year was like, hold on. We actually want to play in some snow. We yeah. can- but got- <laughs> There's this little thing called League's Cup they got to fit in there. Yeah. Because and the U.S. Open Cup, as it turns down. out, U.S. Open Cup still happening because in, in a move that I, I certainly didn't expect. Uh, U.S. Soccer came out and they released an official statement saying Major League Soccer has requested to allow MLS Next Pro teams to represent MLS in the 2024 Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. After thoughtful consideration, we have informed MLS that the U.S. Soccer staff recommendation, which was adopted by the Pro League Task Force, is that request be denied. 
As we move forward, we will continue our review of the Open Cup to ensure it aligns with the U.S. soccer strategic pillars. We remain committed to addressing the needs and concerns of all our members, including MLS and other stakeholders, to enhance and improve the U.S. Open Cup. This is awesome. First of all, I didn't realize I'd see some Twitter beef between Major League Soccer and U.S. Soccer. (laughs) But U.S. Soccer was basically like, we rebuke you. Like, (laughs) absolutely not. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and and good for them, because I think so many people for a long time have just thought, well, MLS and Suck United Marketing, some as it's called, shadow run U.S. soccer, and when MLS made this decision, they probably thought we're the big dog. They're not gonna they're not gonna come at us, uh, even though their bylaws say that all you know sanctioned teams have to or sanctioned leagues have to participate in competitions in which they're eligible and so i think there was also quite a lot of hubris from mls and don garber in this decision since they didn't even talk to u.s soccer apparently before they just announced oh and by the way we're not participating and then u.s soccer said like hell you're not so good for them they need to get it together i'm not sure what's gonna happen but as of right now major league soccer is yeah. Participating? Supposedly. Mommy and daddy are fighting, though. Yeah, it feels weird. And now we all got to continue to eat at this dinner table. We <laughs> <laughs> know they're just steaming at each other. They're just so mad. Uh, <laughs> and we'll just continue to have a season, I guess, with the, with, with new boo, uh, Leagues Cup. It's coming into the <laughs> Right. Yeah, that's the problem. There's, the, there's, step, there's the step new, mama. Yeah, the new ladies just like looking out the, in the window from just outside. Yeah. Can I come the, in yet? Yeah. It's uh, they, they, they tried to divorce and, and then uh, legal proceedings got in the way. Yeah. Now she just, you know, league's cup is just stalking. Like, right. what you guys eating? <laughs> but, uh, but it will, there will be some fixture congestion. That's for sure. But like you said, February 24th, that's Sporting Casey's first game. There probably won't be snow because it's at Houston. So, sure. where I'm going to go out on a legend, though. I do want to say what you said there might be some schedule congestion. Dude, there is like, we only have a total of, four, five midweek games all year. Yeah, but June is prime U.S. Open Cup time. There's four games in there, that, and, and there's a Wednesday night game in there, honestly. Oh, we play six times in June. Holy oh, shit. six times. Yeah, so that, you know, I, I honestly got to think MLS made this schedule not thinking U.S. Open Cup was going to make them play. Yeah. So, I don't know. And, and, you know, there's six games in June, five games in July, because then there's uh, Stepmama League's Cup who comes by and, and we play one game between July 20th and September 7th because that's the League's Cup break. So I yeah. don't know where the hell they're going to fit these Open Cup games in. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, I You know, we talked about we like it. We wish we could do it all, mm-hmm. you know. So, I mean, if they make it work, that's cool. I'm all in. I, I do love both competitions, so. Yeah. I mean, Open Cup technically, I think, what, is it April? Is that really when like the first round games are April May somewhere around there? Or Usually, on the MLS centers. So we could be out of it as early as like mid to late April. Uh, but if we make a run, which I would like to make a run, so if we make a run, I don't know. It's going to get weird. There's yeah. going to have to probably be some MLS games moved around to some midweek games later in the year, depending on how far we get. No doubt. So, um, but you mentioned schedule. So at Houston Dynamo is February 24th. And then uh, Philadelphia Union, which we knew was going to be the home opener because of the leak. Um, But now we see the rest of the schedule. We see some of the road games, or all of the road games that are happening. And and I was incorrect. I think I speculated that we'd be LAFC at home on Decision Day. It's actually at Dallas on uh, Decision Day, October 19th. So that could be uh, meaningful. But of the away games, are there any away trips that you haven't taken that you think are uh, jumping out to you or you're like, or maybe you have taken and you want to take again that you're are jumping out to you. You're like, Oh, that'd be an interesting one. I think I might try to uh, try to make that trip. Got a couple on the radar, depending if I, you know, do a, a, a musical or not. I got a couple of musicals on my radar. I'd like to do this year, but that uh, decision day at FC Dallas sounds nice. October in Texas sounds beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, of course you're going to circle that away. St. Louis trip. Like mm-hmm. that just, Sounds like a blast as usual. Um, other than that, man, it's 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 tough for me. Portland might be one. Yeah, that's a real possibility. That's a fun uh, stadium. 
and maybe uh, Real Salt Lake. So as it turns out, I will probably be at that RSL game on May 4th because I am at a work conference in Salt Lake City from May 1st to 3rd. So and I our worst day action. I looked at the schedule and the gods smiled upon me and Sporting KC plays at RSL on the 4th. So I think I'm just going to book a hotel, stay there and go to uh, go to that game. So that should be fun. I expect that uh, unless... I'm also, I've been thinking about this for a while and it sucks that it's quite so early in the year because I, I, I kind of need to get my act together if I'm, if I'm going to pull this off, but I've been eyeing Toronto as a city just in general I'd like to go to. And I've always kind of said, Hey, next time sporting plays in Toronto, maybe that's the reason to, to finally get me there. So March 30th at Toronto FC, I don't know, maybe I'll make a long weekend out of it. I'll tell you one thing, Toronto has been labeled as uh, one of the vegan capitals of the world. There you go. I've had that on on our list for a long time, so. Yeah, so I'm looking at that one. I've heard nothing but great things about Toronto just as a city in general. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've heard it's expensive, but so are a lot of places. So, yeah, that's one I'm interested in. I'd like to go see Toronto. That'd be fun. Nice. So, but, yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, obviously the the Western Conference teams, Austin, Minnesota, um, those would be fun. Columbus, honestly, would be fun at their new stadium. I've seen their old stadium. I haven't seen their new stadium. Um, been to a game at Red Bull Arena. That's always a fun time, especially in New York City. It's always a good good place to visit, even though they play in New Jersey. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. But I think, you know, Toronto is, is, is definitely the one I think I'm most excited about to try to make work. For sure. So, we'll see. For man. Get uh, Nick. Nick needs to get a passport. We need to get him out there and... Uh, being an adult with us, we could take a take a group trip. <laughs> there you go. That would be fun. Um, hey, when you get a passport, though, don't you? You just feel like grown up. You're like, God dang! Like, look at this. I <laughs> now I will traveler. Now I grow facial hair. Look at me. Well, I can't do that still. But <laughs> um, oh my God. I was. I, I'm not gonna lie. I was a little bummed because I missed the stamp in the passport. And I go to London, and they don't stamp my passport. They don't stamp anymore. I kind of wanted to go up to a security person and be like, excuse me, I need my stamp. Right. What is what is the point of having a passport if you don't give me a stamp? They just had me like walk up to a screen and hold up my passport, and then it did something, and then a big green yes. check came on, and you're like, okay, I guess you're good. So is that the first like, time that's happened to you? Yeah. See, that's what they do now. That's what they did for our Bahamas trip. And I'm like, why do I have this uh journal of a book right if i have all these stamp pages and now they're empty and i have no proof or validation in life that i've actually been places do i now just take it to disney and have the characters do their autographs uh, <laughs> i see i've got tigger and i've got many <laughs> autographs she's adorable i i just just give me a little an id that that can be a passport i was Don't so make sad. me look and be like where is my picture it's I thought I was going to have like the queen's face stamped on my passport or something. No such luck. Oh my goodness. But it is what it is. So, um, I don't know. It's, uh, it, it's Toronto, I think is where I'm going to, where I'm going to try to make happen. So that's cool, man. We'll see. That's awesome. Everything else is kind of repeatable for me. Yeah. Place I've been, but Portland RSL would be big ones. So, and, and Minnesota United would be nice too. I've never been to their new stadium. Yeah, that's true. Um, sorry, I do feel bad. I have crushed Nick's hopes and dreams in our chat. Our producer yeah. is just devastated now. Um, yeah, Nick, I'm sorry. You might not ever get a passport stamp in your lifetime, and that's that's hard news. So it's hard. That's heartbreaking. Um, speaking of the schedule, we obviously knew that Miami was going to be probably the biggest home game of the year. I mean, just in terms of like hype, assuming Messi ends up playing, obviously St. Louis will be a big one, but Miami is coming in April sporting KC. And there was an interesting, um, discourse that happened last week, courtesy of our, our pal, Chad Smith over at the KC soccer journal. Cause he published an article, um, and everybody is entitled to their opinion. Even if it's wrong, Chad, uh, did you smash it. Did you smash him? I did tweet my di respectfully tweet my disagreement with him but he said that sporting kc should move the inter miami game assuming messi plays to arrowhead stadium and he made so he he defended his stance with um you know money reasoning and well 
really that's what it comes down to. But it's also sure. essentially the capacity of Arrowhead is, you know, 76,000 and change compared to, you know, a max capacity of under 22,000 for, for Children's Mercy Park. So I get that. And I get that they could probably crush the the record attendance for a Wizards game when SKC hosted Man United in 2010. But I just I wasn't a fan of this idea because I'm like, I don't want to I don't want to cater to people who are really there for the sideshow of Messi. Like I if you're gonna go to this game, I want you I, I want it to happen in in the house that SKC built. I want it to happen where season ticket members can choose if assuming they don't want to sell their seats, which is their right but they can sit in their seats and have a much better view of what's happening on the field. And if people do buy tickets at four five, $600, whatever it's going to be on the resale market, and there's a chance they get hooked, I want them to get hooked where they're going to be every week if they continue to come to games. I don't want them to have a subpar experience at Arrowhead. But what's your thought? Yeah, I'd be, you know, I'd be interested to know what people within the organization feel about this, uh, even players. Like players, do do you want to play on your soccer specific pitch, mm-hmm. or do you want to go play in a football stadium? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I I don't. Obviously, uh, Children's Mercy Park's a little closer for me to drive to, so I do like that. I do like my seats. Um, I wouldn't really hate if they moved it to Arrowhead. I I'm not completely against it, but I would hope they take care of their season ticket holders and like give them like lower bowl good seats. And I, I don't know that I trust that that happens. I don't trust that that happens. I, I once heard that uh, a person was booted out of their season ticket seat and they were upgraded to the members club. Not an upgrade, by the way. So it was just, it was interesting. They they were booted because of, uh, for St. Louis fans. So I, I didn't like that. Yeah, it's just, I, I mean, we've talked about it a little bit. There have been, and to Sporting's credit, they've worked on this, especially at the end of last year, but there have been questions about if there have been deterioration regarding game day environment and and season ticket member benefits. Because you look at what some of the other clubs are doing, and it seemingly surpassed what Sporting KC was doing to entice season ticket members to continue to be members. And, and I know that I've seen a, a number of season ticket members online who every time they see a new ticket deal, where it's like, oh, I actually get a four-pack of tickets and some drinks and hot dogs and whatnot, and they're like, Every time that happens, it devalues my ticket because yeah. now they're getting more than I did while they're paying less. And True. so if they were to make a move like this and at very minimum didn't give season ticket members, like you said, lower bowl tickets, then you're really just shunning your most faithful fans for a cheap cash grab. And, yeah. and that's not going to sit well. So I, I know I hope they leave it at Children's Mercy Park. I know it'll be jam-packed. I know that stupid press box is going to be so full that there's a non-zero chance I get denied my credential for that game because everybody and their mother is going to be at that game. But I just, I would rather it be at Children's Mercy Park. Make Messi go in that tiny little away locker room in, in, in the basement level of Children's Mercy Park. Yes. See, I just don't. You, I remember when we saw AC Milan and Bayern Munich, and we had, you know, medium affordable tickets at Arrowhead Stadium, and they moved that game to Children's Mercy Park. Yep. And we were given members club seats. Yep. And we I did forgot things. that was originally at Arrowhead. Yes. We sat front row in the members club on the side there and had a great experience. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just awesome. Yep. Um, I can't see that happening in reverse. No. I I don't know, man. I don't know what they would do. So if they are going to make that decision, doesn't that have to be made? I mean, that game is three months away. Yeah, but if you'll notice, there's no single game tickets on sale for that game yet. That's the only one that there's no single game tickets on sale that early in the season. Is that because so, they're doing it? They're going to do it, aren't they? I don't know if it's because they're thinking about moving it. I don't know if it's because they're trying to determine the lottery system. I don't know what it is, but... There's a reason tickets aren't on sale to that game, and there are tickets on sale before and after that game. Now, if I have season tickets, I, I think I have a ticket to that game, right? Yes, but I think yeah. as you were saying, if you were to open your SeatGeek app and look now, I don't think that ticket is in your app the same as other tickets. Oh, I don't. We don't have our tickets yet at all. They haven't no. loaded them yet. No. Okay, because I know they did load for some people, and and maybe that was part of the the glitch. It was part happened. of the glitch. They're okay. gone now. The but I know people there. looked and they said that that ticket was not loaded with the rest of them, even as part of the glitch. And so that makes that makes me wonder what they're doing. 
you're about to piss a lot of people off. If you know what I mean, <laughs> I don't know it's like I don't know anything. Tread lightly. Like it, this is a, sucks. Wild speculation. Wild, reckless and wild speculation. Um, Put his what is, ass in the visitor's locker room. Make him walk down that hallway. That, that fully height. chair. Yes. You get shitty ass high school locker. Yeah. It's not shit. I want Teddy Nine playing when he comes out and he's like, what is this? I don't understand what's happening. 100%. Get your ass out there <laughs> and you watch your sexy ass get beat. Um, What is also perhaps a reckless rumor, although maybe not quite so reckless because footy headlines has a pretty decent reputation with this is something that if people that people have wanted to happen for a while maybe come back and sporting kc is explicitly mentioned as one of the teams this may happen for mls teams are reportedly getting third kits back for the 2024 season and there are five teams it says at least five teams are in the plans for this lafc makes sense inter miami makes sense the la galaxy legacy club Makes sense. Still a lot of fans. Portland Timbers. I mean, they got a passionate fan base. They sell a lot of jerseys. And then Sporting Kansas City are the fifth team that are rumored to get a third kit for the 2024 season. So it's been a minute since this has happened. There are no rumors about what um, the third kit for Sporting KC may look like. The only rumor that we've seen regarding third kits is that the Inter-Miami third kit may follow the same color scheme as the Miami Dolphins, which is interesting. But if Sporting KC were to get a third kit, one, would you be interested? I guess it probably depends on the design. And two, what would you like to see from the design of a third kit? I mean, I would always be interested. Um, I, I think it'd be cool if they if they did pay an homage to uh, another team in the city, be it Casey Current or uh, the Chiefs. You know, yeah. Um, be interested. I mean, there there's there is no teal team in MLS, right? I don't think so. Uh, Charlotte's the closest, kind of, I guess. They got like a tealish blue, but it's not really teal. It's more blue than teal. Yeah, it's purple and blue kind of color. Right. So it's possible. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I'm always going to love Argyle. I'd love Argyle. Do something Argyle or do something Rainbow. Do a nod to your classic days. Oh, yeah. yeah, like the Galaxy have done that before where they do kind of like a throwback stripes type kit. Yeah. I know we've had the, the retro shirts or the retro warm-ups. Do an actual retro third kit or do a combination of Argyle and Rainbow. I'm not Something. sure how much creative control sporting even has over this stuff well, anymore. That's a question. You know, it's wild, man. Yeah. it's um, It'll be interesting to see what, what happens. So... Um, We'll see, but I'm excited to uh, to see a third kit for Sporting KC because I know they work on these kits years in advance. Sometimes they have they have like plans five to seven years in advance for what they're looking at. So that's hard, by the way. I can't yeah. imagine what it's like to try to think ahead of the trends. You know, like it would suck to make something two years in advance and then it rolls around and you're like, "Nah, this. I wish we didn't do this. Like, well, I don't yeah, like it anymore." Yeah, and the and the trends change. Like we got those real plain trends in MLS for a while, where it's um, it was just basically like all black, all white shirts, kind of very yeah. simple. And and we're moving away from that a little bit, which I'm glad for. So we'll see. Totally. Um, that's most of the sporting KC news. I know there's there's some other signings I was going to mention here, just kind of like around the league stuff. But is there anything else sporting KC related you can think of? Man, I guess I do want to say. I mean, is Miami the most anticipated game for you at home? Is that a no-brainer? Yes and no. St. Louis, St. Louis yeah, is obvious. That's the thing. Yes and no. Part of me wants to say yes because the the environment at that game is going to be stupidly insane. There's going to be a ton of media there. There's going to be a ton of people there. But I think when it's all... And it'd be cool objectively to see Lionel Messi play sure but I think when it's all said and done like when the season's over and I look back and I'd be like well what was actually the most fun experience at Children's Mercy Park I think those St. Louis games are going to be more fun I think Seattle games could be more fun I just think it's almost going to be too much of a circus 
that those of us who have been fans for a while and are there to actually watch sporting play, especially if they're having a good year and they're off to a better start than they were last year by that point in, in mid-April, I think it's going to be there's going to be so much else going on that it's not going to feel as much like a typical home game. It's going to feel more just like an event at Children's Mercy Park. Exactly. So, Did you know. see how they, by the way, we didn't even talk about this, how they released it, uh, uh, all the, there are people drawing yeah, that's the kind crests of, of, of the different clubs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, what Wasn't there some, there was some troll, like didn't they th- put like a garbage can next to St. Louis or something? Oh, they may. I forgot. Yeah, they may have. Yeah. I, I like when teams get creative that way. The the Los Angeles Chargers always get real creative with their schedule mm-hmm. announcement videos. So, who were those? Who were these people uh, drawing? I don't know. I don't know if they were fans that they got or club employees or what. But, but I don't know either. It, it's very funny though. I, it's I could I watched it a couple times. It's a uh, better drawing than me. <laughs> Do you think you could draw by memory all of the MLS? crests ain't no way <laughs> no way dude it's fun to try we were talking about jackbox some of those games have you draw yeah. and i have never felt so awful in my entire life <laughs> like i knew i was bad at drawing but i'm like oh i'm really bad yeah it sucks yeah it is hard but they're fun that's what makes fun yeah um let's go through just some of these signings um you mentioned this before. FC Cincinnati signed uh, national team center back Miles Robinson. He had been with Atlanta United. He was one that I, when I saw the free agent list, I was like, ah, I wouldn't hate that if Sporting KC signed him. I mean, he's still relatively young and and he's a decent player. And, you know, he's got a little bit of injuries in his past, but we need a center back. I would have been real happy if they could have signed Miles uh, Robinson, but. Cincinnati got him, and and they're uh, reinforcing what was already a solid defense there. Uh, there were some rumors for a bit linking Nicholas Ladero, who's leaving the Seattle Sounders, to Sporting Kansas City, and and I, those really never came much to fruition beyond some some initial rumors. But he's reportedly signing with Orlando City, so you can't get much geographically farther than Seattle than Orlando City. Well, really, Miami is the only other one. Literally, uh-huh. yeah, the two. Two caddy corner teams there. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, you know, FC Cincinnati also are losing their star forward, Brandon Vasquez. He's on a $8.5 million deal on the way out to CF Monterey in Liga MX. So still may have to face him in, um, in League's Cup. Colorado Rapids are making some serious moves. They have signed a U.S. men's national team and former Manchester City goalkeeper, Zach Steffen, who many people may remember was a Columbus Crew goalkeeper at one point, and they are also signing Georgi Mihailovic, uh, a U.S. men's national team player um, from AZ Alkmaar. That's a $3 million club record deal. Uh, so lots of signings. The two biggest, quote-unquote, biggest signings, I guess you could say. Um, Hugo Loris. Signed with LAFC, the goalkeeper from Tottenham Hotspur. That's a that's a weird one for me. That's crazy. That that man has played so many games. Yeah, it's out. It's unbelievable. And LAFC didn't have a problem at goalkeeper, really. No, that's I, that one confuses me. They just like to splash, man, and they right. continue to be good. So, we, who are we to question them? They're great. <laughs> and then um, the other one that has been rumored for a long time and has finally come to fruition, is Luis Suarez signed with Inter-Miami. And as soon as he did that, Giorgio Chiellini promptly retired because he's like, I'm not trying to get bit by this man again. No, definitely not, dude. (laughs) My God. So It's it's just people keep making moves, man, and then we're just... We're just kind of sitting here. Like, I wonder wonder what Sporting KC's at, too. (laughs) Wonder if they're okay. Yeah. Haven't made a move yet. Um, It's a bummer. Um, I don't know. Hopefully sometime in the early part of, of January or early part of the preseason, we get some news. I mean, it's, um, we got an open DP slot. I don't really want to have one of those deals where we get halfway into the year, into August, and then we finally fill it. And by that point, they can't really make a, a meaningful contribution to the season, but I don't know. That kind of feels like that's how we roll. I managed. I hope not, but I can see the thinking behind that. 
in that we just beat our cross-state, you know, next-door neighbors, our rivals, sure. out of the freaking playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, we we worked so hard to get to the playoffs to win right. that knockout game, the, the right. play-in game. And it's just, I, I don't know. I could see like, hey, we're fine. We don't need yeah. to go out and do anything crazy. Yeah. But like I said, um, I don't know. That Johnny Russell spot. I love Johnny. I want him to be the starter. I want him to be the Johnny of old. Yeah. I just get scared. Injuries, age, it, it all catches up to us, man. I I I, I sympathize. Yeah. <laughs> and so. I empathize. I feel that. Um, but yeah, I mean, lots of people are making moves. Sporting as of now, still haven't, which means that when we release this tomorrow, they'll probably have just announced a move because that's how it happens. So if that happened, you're welcome. We did it. Woo! <laughs> Uh, you got anything else to say to our good friends? No. Hey, uh, happy New Year to everybody. Hey, I'm glad to be back. New Year. It's good to be. Uh, we'll be. We'll be hitting it pretty hard, especially with preseason right around the corner. For sure. Um, you know, pay attention. Currently, he's coming back next Wednesday because we'll uh, be talking about Casey Current's new signing and they're making moves. Yeah, quite the big deal. So yeah, um, yeah, good to be back. Should be pretty cool. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Make sure you leave us that five-star rating and review if you haven't done so. Make it a New Year's resolution to go leave us a five-star rating and review, and then you can just check that off your list, and then you'll be done for your New Year's resolution for the year. Yeah. Easy. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at NoOtherPod, at DanCouser, at JCMac03. You can send us an email, NoOtherPod, at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, check us out on YouTube, KCSN Soccer, or the Kansas City Sports Network app. But until next time, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch you all later. See ya. And keep an eye out for the invite to Jackbox Party Pack. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.